I'm Dr. George Flynn, and we're going to talk about confidence. This book, Life Hacks Handbook, and you can get it at lifehackshandbook.com. This life hack is about confidence. And people that want confidence, they say, oh, I just don't have confidence. I can't do this. I can't do... What is a lack of confidence? <clears throat> it's really an anti-confidence, we'll call it. And it's really a form of insecurity. Now, I know when you think about that, confidence is one thing. You're secure in your own being. You're secure in your own views. But lack of confidence or anti-confidence is insecurity. And what we're missing here is security in ourselves. But what we also miss out on is the fun things in life. The missing out on the job that you always wanted. The relationship you always wanted because you didn't have the confidence to say hello to that person in the first place. The job because you didn't have the confidence to ask for the interview, ask for the job. And the health because you didn't have the confidence to go into the gym or get start on an exercise program and say to someone, <clears throat> I really don't know what I'm doing here, but I would like to have better health. I'd like to have better exercise. Or you have, don't have the confidence to ask someone about your diet. So you miss out on the job, the relationships, the health, and the money because you don't ask people for the money to reimburse you for this service or the goods that you've given them. The first thing to do, the life hack to have confidence, is to expose the fact and accept the fact that you don't have confidence. Just accept it. That I don't have confidence. It doesn't mean you're going to accept not having confidence. You're going to accept the fact that you don't have it right now. Doesn't mean you won't have it later, but just to accept it. And that way, we are sure that we understand, we know that we don't have the confidence, we know we want it. So that's the first step, is to know where we are, we don't have the confidence we'd like to have, and know where we want to go to the confidence. Just a little bit of history. Back in the 40s, 50s, and early 60s, all of the headlines in the magazines, on radio and what television there was back then, all of the headlines were positive. Can you imagine that? The headlines were talking about man of the year, and, and this good thing happened, and this great thing happened. They're all positive. And then the radio, TV, newspaper, magazine industry did some research, and they found that negative headlines, scary things, things that make people feel a little bit afraid, they sell better. Now why is that? Because as humans, we are adept at survival. And part of our survival mechanism is to understand where there's a threat. And wherever there's a threat, we go on alert. When we go on alert, we want to survive. And so every threat 
is a threat to our survival, so we go on alert, we pay attention. That's the reason negative headlines work. You would say, well, it's like the little boy that cried wolf, you keep on crying wolf, 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 and pretty soon you get desensitized to it, and you keep hearing all of these bad things, and you don't react as much, and that is true. That is still true. We don't react as much. So what do they do? They up the game. They make the headlines even more negative. And what happens is we come, become sensitized to them, the negative headlines at a certain level. They have to raise the level of negativity, of threat to our being, to our existence. We, they, they first threaten, well, you won't have enough food. Well, you'll have to pay too much in taxes. And, you're not going to have enough money. And then they threaten your very life. They say, well, we've got terrorism and we've got people being shot and people being you know, attacked and families being attacked. The headlines, the negative headlines go up and we become more and more insecure. And insecure people want one thing. They want security. They're just satisfied with the status quo. I don't have to do better. I don't have to do worse. Just let me do what I'm doing right now and just don't let it get any worse. It doesn't have to improve. You know, there's so much threat around and there's so many worries and just let me get through. Just let me exist. Just let me have some peace and quiet. Did, did your parents ever tell you that? All I want is some peace and quiet. Ma told me the same thing. And we're telling our kids the same thing. After you get to a certain level of stress and a certain level of negative news and re reacting rather than responding, you just want some peace and quiet. You just want a place where you can Close the door, relax, be you, be in a sheltered area. But now the news says even your home's not safe. Even your telephone's not safe from someone spying on you. So we become more and more paranoid. And there's several things that we can do to hack this and become more secure and more confident. The first thing, and this may take, this may be a longer chapter than we're used to, but the first thing is a diet. Let's go on a diet. You say, a diet? What are you talking about? Here's this diet thing, and I'm, I'm overweight and out of shape, but I, that has nothing to do with my confidence. The diet I'm talking about is a news diet. Let's stop watching it. Stop. You know, when, when the negativity is overloading your inputs, the first thing you want to do is stop the inputs so you can deal with whatever you've got going on. But if the negative emotions and the, are triggered by all of this news that's coming in that's specifically designed to trigger those negative emotions, 
and those insecure emotions. So you have to keep watching to stay up so you can be just a little bit secure because you know what's getting ready to happen next to you. Let's go on a news diet. Don't read the newspaper. Don't listen to the news on radio. Don't listen to the newscast. And one of the worst things you can do is listen to the newscast, the television newscast, or watch it just before you go to bed. Because the last thing you, you hear before you go to bed, you're liable to think about it all day long or all night long. And the first thing you hear in the morning, you're going to think about all day long. So let's go on a diet of the news. When you go off of this diet, if you choose to, the news will still be there. They're not going anywhere. And you can catch up. It takes you about five minutes to catch up on all the bad stuff going on if you just got to go back to it. Now, you may like it so much, you decide to stay on your news diet. The second thing you can do is work on weaknesses. You know, we're told to work on weaknesses. And we're told to focus on these weaknesses. And what does that do? That leads to lack of confidence because we think we're weak. So the second thing you can do is stop working on weaknesses and work on strengths. Work on the things you're good at, the things you're strong about. The weaknesses, they'll still be there if you want them to be, but if you work on your strengths and you get strong in one area, it will infuse into another area. If you get strong and confidence in one area, you'll approach your little weaknesses with a little more confidence because you know you got one area of life, you got it. And you're strong in that area. So we're going to work on our strengths and forget our weaknesses for right now. They'll still be there if we got to go back to them. I don't want to scare you. So we're going on a news diet. We're going to work on our strengths and not our weaknesses. The third thing is we get bad advice. I mean bad advice. We have friends that are broke telling us how to invest our money. We have, you know, people with bad relationships say they've been divorced five, six times. They're giving us relationship advice. And it, the, guy, the guy gives good advice. Uh, but he, I think he's been divorced a few times. The, the men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Author, check, it, check that out. Uh, John Gray. And he, I believe he's been divorced a few times. He still gives pretty good advice, but remember, he's saying, do as I say, not as I do. So advice. We have people in poor health. have people that are overweight and out of shape telling us how to diet and how to work out. I, I just see this all the time. I was watching this show, Dance Moms, with my granddaughters. And the lady, the, the teacher, 
is overweight, out of shape, and I don't think she could dance a step if she had to. Maybe she did in the past, but she is teaching these kids, but you gotta lead by example. You got to, you know, we have all of these people giving us advice and yet not living this advice on their own. That's the reason I told you, and I was trying not to brag about what I have done and why you should listen to me. You know, I've done these things. I'm not somebody that's trying to give you advice that hasn't been where you are and has escaped or gotten out or done it some way or another. And I'm trying to tell you the ways I did it and save you the bad advice because I got plenty of bad advice. Plenty of people told me, uh, you know, your, your ideas they're terrible. They won't work. Your ideas are crazy. You're just a dreamer. It'll never work. They told a guy named Fred Smith the same thing who founded Federal Express. He said, oh, this idea will never work. They told my friend Kimmons Wilson when he was founding Holiday Inns, oh, that'll never work. And all the ideas he would come up with, people, he had naysayers. He had people that would go to great lengths to prove him wrong, that he wouldn't be able to do this. And you've got to have the confidence to understand the bad advice is probably the most expensive device that you'll ever have. Because what it does, it's bad, it fuels insecurity, and it fuels your not being able to move without all of this stuff in the back of your head. So don't pay attention to bad advice. Check, you, you'll get all kind of advice, but check it within you. Does it resonate with you? Or is it just someone else's opinion that really doesn't count in your life? It may count in their life. Look at where they are. And where they are is probably not where you want to be. So if you take their advice, you're going to wind up where they are, not where you want to be. And we will continue this in the next section on Life Hacks Handbook. I'm George Flynn. Thank you for watching.